1: It's so important to find a trusted person who knows God's word is the answer. Because otherwise we find just more often people leading us to hide more or just patting us on the head and saying it's gonna be okay. But we wanna find a trusted biblical counselor or a friend based in the Bible, you know, that trusts God along with you. So that's an important part of sharing your story is the finding the right person.
0: Welcome to the No More Perfect Podcast, where we talk about the messy, less than perfect, but real stuff of life. My name's Jill Savage, and I'll be your host. I'm so glad you're here. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the No More Perfect Podcast. You know, I don't know about you, but sometimes I have to work through a process to make peace with my past. I have to work through a process that, that says, okay, how, how can I not get stuck here? How can I not uh, stay where I am? And how can I move forward? And. That's what we're going to talk about today. Um, my guest is Pat Layton, and she's an author. She's a speaker, a coach, and she loves to help women make peace with their past. Uh, Pat was a guest on the podcast several months ago. Uh, it was a um, episode titled When Abortion is Part of Your Story. And uh, I'll tell you what, whether abortion is a part of your story or it isn't, You need to go listen to that episode because it was so very powerful. And I think there are takeaways for us. Um, You know, there were for me, abortion isn't a part of my story. Um, It's one of the few things that isn't a part of my story. My goodness, I have so many things in my story, but it is not a part of my story. And um, but it was such a rich conversation. But I asked Pat to come back um because uh, she has a a book and uh, a study that she has written that i i just wanted us to talk about some of the principles uh that she teaches others uh her book is called healing a woman's heart 8 steps from your past to your purpose and this isn't just for women who have had an abortion it's for anybody who has experienced wounds scars hurt heartbreak and that is All of us. So, Pat, welcome back to the No More Perfect podcast.
1: Thank you, Jill. I always love to be with you. So, this is a fun, fun time. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, you and I met several years ago when you actually reached out to me online. Uh, I was Mm -hmm. launching my Inspire Speaker course, and I get this I think it was, I don't remember if it was a Facebook message or it was an email. And I was thinking back to that the other day, you reached out to me and that probably was like, I don't know, took some courage to do that because you were, you were asking some questions and a friendship formed (laughs) from that. So talk about that for a moment. I think that that is such a fun story.
1: Well, I love talking about that because you are one of my favorite people, and I already knew of your name, and I knew that you were in transition from um, one ministry to the ministry you're doing today, mm-hmm. right? And so I was also walking through some transition from one focus of ministry to another. That's right. So right. Some- something just struck me. I heard, I don't know if I heard you on a podcast or if you put a, out a blog post or what, but something struck me that we were in a similar place in our journey. Mm-hmm. So I got up the courage to make the connection and, And that has been, goodness, I think it's been about six years Mm -hmm. or something like that, you know, so, um, that, yeah, so that's, that's
0: well, and you said, um, cause I was starting my Inspire speaker course and you had never done like an online course. And so you you were already an author and you were a speaker, but you were, you'd never done it. And you were like, can I be a fly on the wall? You know, I remember you asking me that, can I just be a fly and see how you're doing it? And I'm like, well, Pat, I've never done it before. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> so, yes. you know, this yes. is uh,
0: this is new for me, but absolutely.
1: Right. And yeah. so and we had so much fun. Well, the other thing, too, I remember about that, Jill, is that I was a very experienced speaker in one category, mm. you know, um, as we had shared on the earlier podcast about my abortion journey, I was very, uh, 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 experienced at speaking in the pro-life arena and regarding my abortion testimony. But I knew at that time, God was taking me into some different areas. Mm-hmm. So I was very interested in learning from you as a speaker coach. Mm-hmm. How do I transition to these new topics? Right. Um, and, and how do I, I, gather my information and put these speeches together in a whole new world. Right. And so I learned so much. You let me be your record keeper and secretary, I think. And, um, I got to come through the course with you and I, I, I learned so much. It was yeah. fun.
0: Well, and you know what it reminds me of? Um, so my daughter and I wrote a book on friendships. It's called better together because you're not meant to mom alone. And, mm-hmm. uh, And one of the things we talk about in that book is taking the risk to reach out to people that you want to build a relationship with. And Mm -hmm. it is scary to do that. And, um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, especially, I mean, friendships change, people move away, you find yourself in a place, maybe you're going through a transition. You want to reach out to somebody who's gone through that transition. It is scary. Um, and they don't always mm-hmm. end up in friendship, you know, uh, it doesn't always right. end up there, right. but I'm so glad you did mm-hmm. because like you yeah, said, you know, we have, um, had a friendship. Uh, we're now part of the same mastermind mm-hmm. group. We've in fact, that was a group mm-hmm. you started like four years ago of, uh, what six or I think there's five others than you and I, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. writers and speakers, mm-hmm. and we uh, meet once a month and encourage one another. Um, so because you took the risk and the courage, a friendship did form. Mm-hmm. So I just think we need mm-hmm. that I reminder. That. I think we yes, need that yes, reminder. Yes. So. Today, what we want to talk about, though, is we want to talk about um, being set free from our past. Uh, We want to talk Mm -hmm. about moving forward and uh, no matter where our wounds, our scars, our hurt, our heartbreak has happened, God can take us to where we are, to where he wants to be he wants us to be. So, uh, Pat, just give a little bit of an overview. If people haven't listened to that very first uh, podcast episode, you and I did, uh, just give us a little bit of an overview of, uh, your story and then where that brings you today.
1: Okay. Well, with the very moment of transition that I was mentioning, when we met, Mm -hmm. uh, I was writing a book called life unstuck Finding peace with your past, purpose in your present, and passion for your future. So, when I was writing that book, I was realizing that my past had been focused in the area of a past abortion. Mm-hmm. And that's where I had spent many years. I wrote a Bible study with Lifeway called Surrendering the Secret that we talked about on the earlier podcast. So that book was based on my own choice to have an abortion. I had an abortion when I was twenty-three. Mm-hmm. I was a college student. I had returned to college kind of later. Uh, I was an early, a uh, later-aged college mm-hmm. student because I had been through a teenage divorce, and I you uh, got was married when you school. were sixteen. Sixteen. Oh my yeah. goodness, that is so. It's crazy. so hard to even imagine that right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got to Granddaughter, and so when I think about that, I was her mm-hmm. age. It blows. I my bet mind. it does. <laughs> anyway, yes. So anyway, yes. So I had an abortion with my husband today. We've been married almost forty-five years now, but we had an abortion. We met in college. We fell in love, um, and then we went through a journey the next seven years of basically self destruction and marriage destruction, and then God got a hold of us. We um, surrendered our lives to the Lord in 1984, and we um, we went through a healing process that led me to write Surrendering the Secret, an abortion recovery Bible study published by LifeWay. So I have spent the past 25 years Mm -hmm. working that ministry Mm -hmm. and working in the area, the sanctity of human life, helping men, women, and couples recover from a past abortion. So as those last years um, began to, I began to sense that God was moving me into new territory, into new things. And one of the things I knew that had come out of my journey of the healing journey of surrendering the secret is all the pain and loss and heartbreak that is not an abortion. Sure. Um, So, right. So. I, I just knew as leaders would come to me and women would come to me and say, you know, I love this Bible study, but I've never had an abortion. Um, so that led me into this new journey, First Life Unstuck. Mm-hmm. And now this newest study that you're talking about today called Healing a Woman's Heart, Eight Steps from Your Past to Your Purpose. hmm So that's kind of a a short version of, of my little journey from one area to another. Right. right.
0: And we all have heartbreak. We all struggle Mm -hmm. with maybe past choices. Maybe they weren't, you know, uh, something like an abortion, but they are still in our head and our heart. Right. And uh, maybe there's regret. Um, Maybe they're, Mm -hmm. maybe they're Uh, It's something that we should have grieved over, but we didn't ever give
1: ourselves the space to do that, right? Well, that was the thing that I began learning from leaders is about those that have been sexually abused or those who had been through abandonment or marriage failures or uh, issues with their children. Like you say, the heartbreak. Is the same, mm-hmm. right? you know, and it's it's very personal. So walking through a healing journey matters to all those things. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Well, and one of the things that you say is that lies tell us that that choice, that moment, that event, that those things stole our opportunity to experience true peace and to see our dreams come true. What happens when we actually believe that?
1: Well, you know, the enemy gets in in so many ways, right? And we be- begin to believe the lie. I heard the other day I was uh, reading um, Ephesians 4 that says, be anxious for nothing, mm-hmm. but in everything in prayer and supplication, let your request be known to God. And just thinking about the fact that when we uh, um, when we believe the lies of the devil, the enemy, we basically are buying into agreement with him mm. as opposed to believing what God says about mm. us and believing his healing and his restoration and his peace. So it's so important for us in the healing journey to understand the difference between the lie and a truth and the truth you know, you'll never be forgiven. You'll never be healed. That person will never change that. You know, I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to be good enough for God. So believing those lies keeps us stuck in um, in an unhealed place. Yes.
0: Yes. So what we want is we want to get unstuck right? Mm -hmm. And so that's where I want us to just spend the rest of our time is talking about what is the process for getting unstuck? What are some of the steps from your past to your purpose? Can we go there, Pat? Sure. Okay. So let's, you know, we can't, we won't have time to talk about all eight steps, but let's start with some of those steps. What are, what would be the very first step of moving from your past to your purpose?
1: Um, I always say the very first step is sharing the word of your testimony. Revelation twelve eleven in the Bible says we overcome the enemy through the blood of Jesus and the word of our testimony. Mm. Those two things are separated in scripture, Jesus in our story. Mm. So um, I think the first step of any healing process, whether it's with a trusted counselor, mm-hmm. a trusted pastor or friend, um, a mentor Whoever it is is sharing your true story with someone else. Um, is and, it, and oftentimes I know you, Jill, have experienced this. I many times with women I coach, you can see a change in their face and their countenance. Yes, after step one. Yes, <laughs> step one. Yeah.
0: Yes. So I agree. You know, that that's huge. I have physically mm-hmm. seen that on people that we have coached, and it's the first time I, they've put it out there. And it is just like there is, yes, it's like they, they weighed 200 pounds. Uh yes. They had this 200 pound weight on them and it just came off of them by simply yes. sharing their story with one person, just one safe mm-hmm. person. So you're not talking about yes. sharing your story on a stage. You're talking about no. find a person that you can say, that I, I, this happened in my life and I've never told anyone, but I know that I need to talk
1: about it. Right. And I just think it's a really important caveat here, which most of your listeners, I mean, if not all of your listeners already agree with and know, but it's so important to find a, a, A trusted person who knows God's word is the answer, Mm. because otherwise we find just more, um, more uh, often people leading us to hide more or just patting us on the head and saying it's going to be okay. But we want to find a trusted biblical counselor or a friend based in the Bible, you know, that trusts God along with you. So that's an important part of sharing your story is the finding the right person. Yes. Um, to share. Somebody that will
0: ground you in truth, will respond with truth.
1: Right. For example, I mean, when my marriage went through seven years in the early days of our marriage, went through seven years of self-destruction. The first person I went to was a secular counselor. I poured my heart out to her and she said, get rid of the bum. Mm. You know, her first response was just move on, go ahead and get a divorce and just move on. Well, Praise God! I didn't follow that, mm-hmm. you know, because you've been married so, what forty
0: five years now. Forty five years, mm-hmm.
1: right? So we do want to be sure that we really um, look for that trusted person and somebody that we know is going to be in agreement with God's plan for our life.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that. Okay. So that would be
1: step one. What would be step two? Step two is understanding the truth about your situation and your circumstances. Um, For example, if you have someone who has gone through sexual abuse and they've spent a lifetime feeling guilty, um, like I had a personal situation in my life where um, I had a situation that happened. The person I um, shared it with said, well, you set yourself up. You shouldn't wear that kind of clothes. You shouldn't, you know, you're in an adult situation. Mm-hmm. So I really believe that about myself. I thought I had created that situation. So it's so important to understand the truth about what you're dealing with, whether it's abuse or or um, abandonment, marriage infidelity, whatever's going on that we immediately get rid of those lies that we've been believing so that we can take a step towards healing. Yes,
0: because the messages that are going on and you and I talked about this in the last episode that uh, we talked about, you know, this is one of the things that we do at our marriage intensives is we help people understand the lies that are going on inside their head that they've probably Mm -hmm. never ever even realized, but it's kind of like, um, it's like a program on your computer that's running in the background. Right. And so Mm -hmm. what we want to do is mm -hmm. we want to identify what is the program that's running in the background. That's actually a virus. And, and right. it's, that's so good. Isn't it? I just thought of that yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good. Jill. I like that. Let's try to book about it. <laughs> oh, that's great. No, but that's yeah, great, that's what that's you're great. talking about here is mm-hmm. uncovering the right. truth. So you first have to yes. identify the lies and then you're, and then you're going to replace that. Like the lies were, I brought, like, if, you know, in your case, I brought this upon right. myself. No, right. that is not yeah. true. Um, it was someone else's sin, someone else's struggles, uh, that, that I was a victim to. Yeah. Right. Okay. So share your story, uncover the truth. What is a next Mm -hmm. step?
1: The next one is biblically dealing with anger, um, in surrendering the secret, for example, and in healing a woman's heart, I use what's called the Ephesians anger checklist. Okay. And it's so cool that right in the book of Ephesians, chapter four, verses 25 and 26, give us a clear biblical step-by-step process of what we are to do with our anger. So the Bible says, be angry, but sin not. Okay, Mm. so we see different places in scripture. Moses is a great example when he was expressed anger, but he's, He's he did sin. I mean he he committed murder. So we want to express those feelings of anger and understand that they're biblically that God created us that mm-hmm. way. He created anger to some degree for a protection protection Mm -hmm. for it to be used correctly. Mm -hmm. So we want to deal with that anger and really acknowledge it. And, you know, in your own situation, Jill, with the things that you and Mark have been Mm -hmm. through, there's anger there. Yes. And we want to, yeah, you want to deal with that. You want to confront it. You want to process it. And then you want to go to the next step, which is forgiveness. Okay. Step number four is forgiveness. So the automatic transition of working from anger and accepting it, understanding it is to bring us to a place of forgiveness so that we realize um, in my book, I talk about how unresolved anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So it anger, unresolved anger just eats us up. hmm um and it cre- it causes us not to find that purpose that god has for our lives mm-hmm.
0: so um so you know i think a lot of times as christians we believe that being angry is a sin but right. the Bible doesn't say that at all. In fact, we no. do see anger from very God loving people. Um, now he tells us to not sin in our anger. So, right. Right. um, so I like to say that anger is kind of like, um, it's like a red flag. Um, it's a, it's that place of going, hey, something's, something's off here. Something's wrong. And so we mm-hmm. want to pour out our anger. We want to pour out our heart. But then we don't mm-hmm. want to stay there. And that's why that that's right. next step that you just said, the forgiveness, that's what mm-hmm. allows us to not stay there. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we share our story. Is such an, yeah. It's such an important step to move forward because then when it's like when you're working with someone through these eight steps, again, you can see the change that happens when there, when you've moved from anger. And again, I continue to relate to your own story because your listeners are so familiar with that. But, you know, when you decide, okay, I have worked through this anger. I have you know, processed it, but now it's time for me to move on. I want freedom mm-hmm. from anger. Mm-hmm. I want healing from you anger. Do. Yes. I want to go to the next step. Yes,
0: absolutely. And for those of you that maybe this is your first time to listen to my podcast, my story that Pat is referring to is uh, 10 years ago, my marriage went through a deep, dark crisis. Um, my husband um, had uh, been in ministry for 20 years. He left pastoring. Kind of lost himself, uh, had a midlife crisis uh, that included an affair. Uh, he separated, left. It was a really dark season. And um, it took a year, but eventually he did return home. And um, we now. Uh, we are healed from that, and
1: God has used our past for His purposes. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And and the only way you could have gotten to where you are today in your marriage is walking through that, yes. acknowledging acknowledging that anger, and and just making a conscious decision: I'm going to forgive him. Yes. And we are going to we are going to heal this. Yes. Um, yeah, Mike and I went through the same thing after the abortion experience, and um, my I had so much anger that I really wasn't even aware of about his part in that decision or his lack of part, <laughs> um, however it is. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's an important, it's an important step. It is,
0: and you know, oftentimes we we need to connect the dots back to what is the heart of the anger, um, and so I mean these are. These are sometimes messy steps and it's helpful to have they somebody walk messy. you through them. But, you know, it, it often we feel like, you know, it's the anger is um, for something that's right here in front of us, like something that's really present in the relationship when really what's present is the re- in the relationship is just a scapegoat right. and what that anger is goes way back to, and we have dealt with this with so many couples, um, and the abortion Mm -hmm. issue. We have dealt with it with so Mm -hmm. many couples where, um, one or both of them have, um, had this undercurrent of anger Mm -hmm. in their
1: relationship Mm -hmm. and the, uh, and, and not identified, right. And unidentified Feeling that, yes. that we're not even clear about what it is. Yes,
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, uh, like, you know, he could never do right and she was always angry. And, but, you know, he just couldn't figure out what it was. And, and, mm-hmm. and there's been a couple of uh, scenarios where um, the, it, it actually went back to abortion and that there was uh, that this unsuspecting man didn't know about Mm -hmm. his wife's secret and every day of their marriage he bumped up against it because when she dealt with her anger when we dug into that and went back to it it was launched in that abortion and we've seen that with um sexual abuse, just other traumas Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. um, are present in a relationship. They're Mm -hmm. present in our adult life. And we don't even realize Mm -hmm. they go way, way, way back. So, Mm -hmm. so very important for us to connect those dots back. All right. Well, we only have time to talk about maybe one more step in that process. We've talked about sharing our story, uncovering truth, dealing with anger, forgiving, What would be another process?
1: Um, The next step is understanding and clarifying the difference between grief and guilt. Mm. Um, It's very important. A lot of times in our stuck places, we have incorrect guilt that like I explained the difference about my feeling like, well, maybe I dressed wrong. Well, that is not that that guilt that I shared was not accurate. Mm -hmm. So we really want to help um, women, couples, whoever we're working with, understand the difference between grief and guilt. So there are many situations that happen in our broken past where we have unresolved grief. Okay. Um, It it might be the loss of your innocence Mm. if it's sexual abuse. And you have lived your life struggling through the guilt feelings like I put myself in that place or I shouldn't have done this or I shouldn't have done that. Then you've not ever grieved the loss of your innocence. Mm. Um, For me in the abortion experience, I felt so guilty when I, you know, as I began to uncover this loss, mm-hmm. I began to feel so guilty about choosing abortion and the, the destruction of my innocent, unborn child and what all the pro-life rhetoric was pushing around me mm-hmm. that I really, until I came to this healing journey, never really understood the loss that I'd experienced and really been able to walk through and express that grief. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, in again, referring to your situation because it's an example outside of abortion, Mm -hmm. but the grief that you go through of losing what could have been in your marriage or what happened with your children or how, you know, family was affected or even maybe some choices that we make in those um, broken places. So it's an important part of the healing process of moving from your past to your purpose to understand the difference between grief and guilt and allowing yourself to process a memorial of sorts. Okay. Talk a, about a, that. I am a, a more like in, in surrendering the secret specifically in the abortion recovery process. We actually allow women to grieve the loss of their unborn child. Mm-hmm. Many women who've gone through an abortion will actually under, uh, feel that the sex and the identity of their child, they'll give their child a name. Mm-hmm. So um, that is an incredible healing process. Um, and in the case of, let's say, um, the loss of your innocence of just acknowledging that loss like and really grieving The loss of of innocence or the loss of trust of men. Mm, Yes. The loss, the loss of understanding biblical sex, biblical sexuality Mm -hmm. that God. Created a man and a woman to enjoy one another and to be together, you know, in his way. Mm-hmm. And so that, that you would grieve a loss of not understanding that if your only um, or your introduction or exposure to, to your sexuality was violent mm-hmm. and taken outside of your will. So that's what that step is. It's a little it's a little more complicated than probably what we can talk about in the podcast real clearly, mm-hmm. but just the importance of letting go of guilt mm-hmm. and taking on the deserved level of grief mm. and, and, uh, and release Yeah,
0: the deserved level of grief and release. Mm-hmm. That is some powerful words there. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that there's probably somebody listening going, I don't even want to open that up. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. even want to open that up. Mm -hmm. Like that is too painful. I want to keep that locked away. What would you say
1: Mm -hmm. to that person? I, I just, all I can do as I've done for the past 30 years is continue to encourage and help women, especially my ministry is most specifically to women, um, to understand the freedom on the other side of that, taking that risk. A silly example that I can use right now that comes to my mind is this podcasting journey that we're mm-hmm. on, that there are things that we feel God's called us to, things that we want to experience and that we feel the yearning and the calling. But there's that technology, mm-hmm. right? There are those things to overcome that just you just feel like I can't do that. I don't want to do that. I don't know how to do that. Well, as, as simple as that sounds the freedom journey is not that different. It's a matter of it, one of two things happens. Either the pain gets so great mm-hmm. and the stuck place is so great yes. that you can't go any further Yes, that without dealing with it. Yes. Right. We've, we've all had those places mm-hmm. where like, I am so stuck. If I do not tackle this, I will live in this bondage. Yes. There's, there's the other side, though, the other motivation of I want everything God has for me. Mm. I want to experience the abundant life that Jesus promises in John ten ten. I want in that scripture in Psalm 139, where God sees me and knows me and he has a plan for yes. me. I want that plan. So there are listeners out there who know there's something God's calling them to that they're yearning to do. But there's this unresolved place of if they're in their past, this pain in their past that they know in their heart, I need to tackle this with a trusted friend, with someone who wants to help me see freedom and experience complete freedom. So those are the two places Mm. that I feel like really propel us to step into these hard places. Yes. These hard places. Loss.
0: Yes. Well, you know what? It makes me also think of uh, a year or so ago, Mark and I wrote a blog post and the title of it is what's going on inside
1: of you. That's leaking out all over me. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And well, uh, uh, you know, uh, there's a word I use in the book called you pass on what you've not cleaned up. Ah, Yes. Oh, that's good. That's what you're talking about. Yes. Leaking out. Because it does, it leaks out into our parenting, into our, into our belief in marriage, into our hope for other people. And yes, that's good. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And,
0: you know, I think when we wrote that blog Mm -hmm. post, we were talking about kind of some short term things like, you know, maybe you've got something going on, but you haven't told your spouse about it or you have this worry or whatever, but it applies to the long term things as well.
1: Right. So yeah, right. Um, oh, another another phrase that I use in the study that I that really means a lot to me, and I think of it over and over, is you can't give out what you do not have. Mm, yes, you know. So if you feel like God's calling you to ministry, mm-hmm. to sharing, to sharing His Word, teaching, writing, um, you know, leadership, you you can't give out into others what you haven't tackled on your own. Yes. Yes, it's so very
0: important. I mean, really, most of my ministry has come from my mistakes, my pain. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's right. I mean, most of what I talk about is because Mm -hmm. I've had to go there first. And then you Mm -hmm. have something to offer because you've Mm -hmm. gotten to the other side or. Uh, recovered, or, mm-hmm. um, or just at the, maybe you haven't even recovered, maybe you're still in the middle of it, but uh, you have done the hard head and heart work, the internal
1: mm-hmm. uh, freedom work. Mm-hmm. And that's what... That's the unstuck life. It really, is. That's the freedom, life, right? When you don't have anything holding you down and weighing you down and creating you a, a need to hide. Yeah. Exactly. We, we want that complete freedom and sharing our story sets other people free. It does. So when we get healed, we're able to, to share that healing journey. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, Pat, you have a lot of great resources. Uh, let's just uh, let people know where can they find your resources?
1: Where's the easiest way to connect with all that you have to offer? Just at my website at patlayton.net. Okay. I have all the all the things we've talked about are on there and um either in my blog post or in my shop. Yes. And most everything in the shop is free. So um it's a great place to visit. <laughs>
0: Well um so you can find the book um healing a woman's heart 8 steps from your past to your purpose um and we'll put a link to all of this in your um in the uh show notes and then you created a study that kind of goes along with that and it's called imagine me set free you have that study mm-hmm. right. and then pat mm-hmm. you do something kind of fun called the rest quest yeah. So talk about that for a minute. Cause I do want people to know about that.
1: Well, I want you to come to a rest quest with me. <laughs> um, rest quest is called a unique, it's a unique boutique retreat And I have usually, like in the next one that I'm having, have nine women. It's sold out. But I have one coming up in March with Dr. Sandra Mm. Dalton-Smith in March of 2022. RestQuest is a getaway experience, an encounter with God for women in leadership, ministry, um, who have just very busy lives. but And they're giving out all the time. So RestQuest is a place to just Rest in the Lord, hear his voice. It might be a time of transition, a particular kind of stuck place that might be going on in your ministry, but it's just a small gathering of women in a very special location. Uh, There's not a lot of, you know, we go to conferences and we hear great teaching. We fill our journals with all kinds of great information Mm -hmm. and then we leave to try to apply it to our lives. But RestQuest is all about hearing directly from God. Mm -hmm. And so there's not teaching per se. Uh, We use a process called Lectio Divina Mm -hmm. and Lectio Divina Mm -hmm. is digging deeply into scripture uh, in a real quiet, a spirit-filled uh, atmosphere. Okay. So that's Rest Quest.
0: I yeah. love that. And then you yeah. also have your own podcast. And what is the name of your podcast?
1: It's brand new. It's called Permission to Pause. It's a podcast for women who love Jesus, but struggle to find time to be with him. Mm. So it's a short weekly podcast for that's very devotional. Uh, and then I have on my blog, on my blog and on my website, I'll have a weekly download for additional deeper study if someone wants to do it. But otherwise the podcast is just to take a deep breath and be with Jesus for a few minutes. And, um, and that's what that's all about. I love it.
0: Well, Pat, would you close in prayer and just pray for our listeners? Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe those that, um, are like, you know what? I do want to experience being set free. I want to move from my past mm-hmm. to my purpose. Uh, I know I need to take some of these steps.
1: Would you pray for them? I love that. Lord, thank you so much for this precious time um, to gather God. I just pray blessing over every listener of this podcast. Lord, I know that there is an anointing on this podcast that really reaches deep into the hearts of the listeners. So mm-hmm. for those who are listening to God, who feel that there's just a little place that's it may be a little place, it may be a big place that's stuck in their lives, and they feel just a little inkling from by your Holy Spirit that that they just want to dig a little bit deeper into that pain or that loss, and just to be sure it's all cleaned up. We want we want a hundred percent freedom. We want everything, Lord, yes. that you sacrificed your life on the cross for. Mm-hmm. We want every. Of it, every nugget of freedom that's available to us so i just pray for those who are listening who feel like there might be another step to take right now to get a little bit closer to that complete freedom that you have for them and we just thank you for it lord i pray that they would feel peace and blessed and hopeful in the messages that come through today mm-hmm. and they would find their way to what you are leading them to do in jesus name amen amen
0: Thanks for joining me today on the No More Perfect Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and follow so that you don't miss any future conversations. We also want you to know that we have three free eBooks for you. You can find them at jillsavage.org free. You can also find the show notes and links to anything we talked about over at jillsavage.org podcast. See you next week for another not perfect, but very important conversation about the real stuff of life.